0: Oh, so insecure. Welcome, welcome, welcome all. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Carefree Black Nerd review show of Bray. Larry Whitmore, and HBO's HIT Television Series Insecure Season 3, Episode 5. High Like. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Before jumping into this episode, everyone, please take a moment to hit me up on the Twitters. Carefree Blurred use the hashtag OSInsecure when live tweeting this episode. Check me out on uh, every other social media platform, Carefree Black Nerd and carefreeblacknerd.com. Also, check out Facebook for the Carefree Black Nerd Facebook page. That being said, episode 5 highlight, motherfucking spoiler alert, plot twist, all that good shit. Lawrence Hive. Lawrence Hive, Lawrence Hive, Lawrence Lawrence (laughs) Hive. Like, bro, okay, so I'm going to go into the episode and all, but I didn't know how much I missed this nigga. Until I saw this motherfucker pop up on screen. I can't call it. I was never against Lawrence. I was always in the Lawrence Hive. I am a fan of Issa. That's by default. I'll always be an Issa fan. But for whatever reason, I think having absence make the heart grow fonder. I like Daniel. If he hadn't fucked up, I don't know where I would be right now with him. But Lawrence, oh, that nigga... Watching him show up on the very last scene in the very last minute of this show. who, bro. So, um the show opened up with Issa, you know, getting her shit together, going over to Molly's after she then did a couple uh, lift runs and sh- they're going to Coachella, Beachella. Like I said in the last episode, I wanted to, uh, once I rewatched the, this season, we're going to rewatch the entire series and I'm going to insert some fucking beach into this shit. The only issue being they didn't get around to seeing Beyonce at all. <laughs> um, this takes me back to a lot of shows in the nineties where you would have different recording artists, guest star on like Martin or living single or something, but it would generally be like, let's say sister, sister. Um, immature perform what it, it would be them on stage. It wouldn't be them at an actual concert. Um, we've advanced and while well, we're now to the point where um, insecure exists firmly within like whatever universe this like whatever, like it exists in a space where you can watch this 10 years from now and remember Beyonce performing at Coachella headlining it because like it's i love it i love it so um uh isa pop up at, at the law firm talking to molly you know she seemed to be okay you know the stuff that happened in the last episode and this chick name is not keisha is it lisa homegirl who lives above isa who gives her like a headache this motherfucker talking about uh where you going uh we got bed books. <laughs> Issa says, no, we don't have bed bugs. Uh actually you high. She told the girl, I'm not here right now either. I'm a ghost. This chick said, Oh, I don't fuck with ghosts. Like, how what the like Oh the writing on this show. Um, we get over to, to Kelly and Tiffany sitting in the car waiting for Issa. They finna go to Coachella, uh, watching that damn like mashup of Martin Meets, hanging with Mr. Cooper Meets fucking family matters, I don't know what the fuck this is, but that shit happens, and Issa pops in, she realizes that Molly ain't in the car, so of course, Molly ain't coming, which means that you didn't just lied to fucking Issa, we supposed to be at each other together, but no, you wanna play these motherfucking games, Molly and I'm a little, I mean I don't know, I'm I don't understand what Molly's I mean, I don't know I get it, I mean, you trying to I don't know, be the best at your job or whatever it is that she's doing, and that's all fine and good, but, like, you left your folks out to dry. like, and, and then it's work, so it's like, okay, they need to be understanding, but at the same time, like, you fighting this battle, trying to one-up this man. I don't know, I don't know. I'm not in that space, so I'm not gonna comment, but Molly, come on now, you can't, whatever, I don't know, whatever. So, um, but why would she tell her, though? I mean, I get you don't want to have that conversation, but shit, you're... Bailing on her, why wouldn't you just tell her? Uh, so yeah, they get on the road, they're going to be Chella. I really honestly, I don't get fucked about nothing that happens episode because Lawrence popped up, but I will say, Issa and Nathan's relationship is something that I'm enjoying. Um, You know that whole, oh, you got the number, who texts first? Or, oh, I got the number, let me wait a couple days before I respond. Or, oh, you went on a date, I don't want to be too thirsty. Or whatever the case may be. Um, Issa reached out to this nigga. Well, he spoke to her, she spoke to him. And then she looked at her text, waiting for him to text back. Did not happen. It happens. It happens to the best of us and the worst of us. You know, you get... Not necessarily play, but, you know, you, somebody's not, you're somebody's you into somebody and you're not getting the response that you want or as quickly as you would, and that's, that's that. I mean, um, it is what it is. So, they show up uh, at this uh, Airbnb, and Kelly is quick to remind Issa, you have no dollars or no cents. You are not wealthy by any stretch of the imagination. Tiffany is pretty much cutting into her about this lip shit. Like, they going at home, girl. Uh, so she convinces Molly to come and everybody's passed out. Molly feels bad, d- finishes up her work. Issa in a very bad girls club, uh, rendition walks around slamming pots and pans together, waking everybody up after she gets this itinerary together with the shit that they're going to do for, uh, for Coachella Beachella she gets a text from Nathan talking about he caught a flight out there, you know, let, you know, you here, we we'll come to the little roof party and shit. I'm really feeling this Nathan Issa thing. I want to see how, how far this goes or what the turnout is. Cause they fell into this space where, uh, you know, they meet at the rooftop party and, you know, they're talking shit, everybody doing drugs, Kelly, all of them, even Tiffany had a little Wee Brownie or some shit. And the question she's asking is, you know, I hit you up. What the fuck? Where is you? You want to hit me back? And he kind of smiles it off. And as the viewer, I thought maybe they talked about it and that was that. But we get into this whole montage of like. Everybody high, everybody at the pool, everybody drunk, having a good time. It looked beautiful. And I like this like recreational drug use because it's not like a lot of shit that people try to demonize is just shit that people do. Like you do drugs. OK, you do drugs like you drink, you drink, you have sex you with a bunch of people or you have sex with one person. That's just what you do. And I like this um, the way that they're showing This drug use, this creativity, this having fun, this struggling, just dealing with relationships, dealing with jobs and shit. Like, this is a really good show. And it's not, um... And even, like, non-traditional relationships, like, that's in the mix as well. And it's giving you more than just the black and white. I, I just... I really, I really like this show. If I haven't said it enough times, I like this show. I love this goddamn show. Um, so getting back to Issa and Nathan, I've never done Molly. I... Never done that, but I feel as if someone on the outside looking in, it seems as if Issa and everyone else did a very accurate or a convincing depiction of what it would be like to take Molly. If you are a person who has done Molly or do it a lot or whatever, tweet me, carefree blur to let me know. OS insecure. If that's, was that convincing enough? Um, I don't really, if it had, if it wasn't this like, okay with me. Because it didn't detract from the story and it actually helped. Um, these love scenes, makeout scenes, sexual tension scenes between Nathan and Issa seem to have been amplified. Or maybe it's just that they're actually going through a kissing and having sex whereas they haven't before. I don't know. Either way, this is nice. This is really nice. Um, I I want to say, I don't know if I don't trust Nathan. I like him. I like him and Issa together. Um, I was a little off, put off by him not responding to Issa and then showing up like, oh, I'm here. Did you make it out? Such and such. Whatever. That was kind of off. But at the same time, I'm I'm open to whatever this is going on with him because I feel like, like Issa said, I don't want to get my host up and start claiming shit because every time I do, I fall into some old shit. But that's not what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? She's. A different her. Uh, I, I don't know. At this point, I feel like I'm rambling, but I really, really enjoy seeing these two together. Again, this like extended scene of them at this rooftop party, taking drugs, drinking, partying, swimming. All this feels like a damn black ass movie from the '90s. Like I know I keep saying that, but I mean it's the truth. This is what this this is the feeling that is invoked when I see this shit. Kelly with her. Oh, she's. I just love me some Kelly. Uh, she <laughs> made the comment after they took the molly and was drinking and takes the edible she's like well i'm gonna fuck him and him and him and i'm gonna fuck her too and she said <laughs> janelle monet said it's okay it's just like that's such a she's a kelly i love me some kelly that motherfucker is crazy um yeah so we're going through the it, This is a beautifully shot scene. The music in this episode, the show as a whole, but this episode in particular was just great. Everything worked. This is the type of shit that would make me want to go to California. Like, I mean, I I would like to go. I would like to visit every state in the damn... That's a lie. I would like to visit a lot of places. And, and, you know, L.A. and California would be on my list already, but watching this show is one of the things that would make me just want to be like, okay, I got to go. I got to go take a weekend trip to LA and see what it's about go to a party or go to a little lounge uh chill somewhere like it's just it's it's so the show is beautiful vibrant lots of melanin different colors shades all that good shit uh Nathan has this asian friend that's a handsome nigga and he's not this like geeky stereotype of a like a 80s asian teen movie caricature like he's like a suave tall for lack of a better term possibly like an alpha male type like he's a he's breaking the stereotype of what you would see or or what we've seen you know back in the back in the day or whatever so i really enjoyed that that this mix of friends isn't just all black you know what I'm saying it is california i again haven't been but i would imagine that there is a bit more diversity than what you would have here uh, in Texas, and then what you would have in Michigan, and possibly even Atlanta. Uh, but whatever, whatever. I love this fucking show. Uh, watching these two make out and hang out and shit was dope. On the slow down, seeing this music, this is just good as the fuck. Now these motherfuckers uh, leave to go see Beyonce. Get their spot set up. Cell service ain't working um it's like a carnival i mean it's coachella um and so they're doing their thing Issa and nathan step away to go get some water quote-unquote end up on a ferris wheel this nigga scared of it i empathize i i hate ferris wheels i used to love them as a kid i just can't fuck with them now for whatever reason it's just it's not it's not for me but they getting that motherfucker and isa is so open I think that's part of the reason why I like Nathan. Yeah, he's attractive, but Issa's beautiful. And he's just one in a list of other guys who have been attractive guys. So it's not like that's the thing that sets him apart. But something about her being so open with him, like every time they're together, she's spilling her guts. She's telling him something. She's talking about her feelings. She's, you know, listening to him. They're encouraging one another. It's like, damn, In such a short amount of time. You've got me falling for this nigga and falling for y'all as a whole. Um, now, she doesn't fuck with him at all, I'm good with that, too. But, I and I like the assertiveness. Like, she didn't back down from that, nigga, I fucking called you. You know, you ain't hit me up. And But then his response, because we're seeing everything from Issa's point of view, his response is, well, shit, you ain't hit me up. And it's, oh, God, it's just, this is such a good-ass show. And then because of the drugs in her system, normally when Issa has a kind of in-her-head moment where she rapping or talking shit or something, it actually comes out. And so they both going back and forth. Like it's, they have chemistry. Uh, these two actors have chemistry. This, this couple has chemistry. They're very good actors, both of them. And I want more. Uh, I know we all ask for more than seven or eight episodes a season and longer episodes and all this shit. I get that, but I I, I want, I think we need more. We need more. Issa, give us more. Said that's free. um, all in all, I think this is going to be a good watch. Like when you, when we watch it straight through and we see from season one episode one to season three episode seven, I think this is going to be a really good and interesting watch. And it's just like, this is a fucking feel good show. It just is. I fucking love it. Like, oh god damn it. So again, they're um they're at Coachella, then they get stuck into in the Ferris wheel, and but really quickly a quick aside. I wonder. I would imagine this wasn't shot at Coachella or maybe it was like, I don't I wonder how, how was this shot? <clears throat> like, was it, we we'll just shoot at a carnivore. Was this like, actually, I don't know, whatever it is. I feel like that's probably a stupid question, but I really want to know if anyone has any answers. Let me know. Um, so they get there. Uh, image after image after image of these beautiful black people being carefree carefree a black boy joy black girl magic chilling taking their drugs having a good time this is their own little woodstock not to compare it to that festival but you know this is their own woodstock and i love it even having tiffany there with her pregnant ass like being the mediator and still having a good time this was beautifully shot i just i love it i love it i'm so happy that this show exists. Uh, While these motherfuckers is in this, Ferris wheel, they get to fucking. The Ferris wheel stopped. Homegirl controlling at the bottom was like, I gotta get a backup battery. I ain't high, y'all. I ain't been smoking. Like, it's just... Man, this is such a good-ass show. So they fucking... And it's not even... Just like in the last episode with the naked skinny-dipping pool scene, this is very much a tastefully done sex scene um every sex scene in this movie is so movie <laughs> in this series is so goddamn good and, and needed and advances the plot like it just i love it i love it uh let <laughs> me calm down with all this ranting molly with her high ass puts her coat on the ground and you know the other thing is this show is is teaching you i guess drug Tips? I don't know. Because at one point, she uh, she being Molly, attempts to lay on the ground to save the spot of her friends. And the homeboy, the Asian dude, is like, no, don't do that. You lay down. You're going to pass out or be dehydrated. Something he said. But all throughout this episode, they've been giving out these little kind of things about the drugs. Not like a rundown of how to and what to do when you smoke or get high. But it's just rambling again. I like this show, y'all. And that's all I got to say about that. Uh, we get a series of unfortunate events. Issa and Nathan stuck in the Ferris wheel. They get the fucking. Uh, Kelly comes back and sees that there's a bunch of white people in their spot. Molly comes back and she's losing her mind because somebody took her jacket. Kelly grabs this white girl and pulls her off the shoulders of her boyfriend or friend. They get to fighting. The police come. The black folks is is locked up in the like coachella prison with these um twist ties or whatever and kelly talking you know why the whites didn't get you know uh locked up too and this and that and i'm like kelly i'm with you but girl you started this fight and <laughs> it looks like they were like yeah this ain't the white folks talking like this ain't no um this ain't no saving spots this is a field like these are some newbies or whatever else i'm like yeah, they had to fuck the attitude but Kelly, you definitely attacked them. Like that was That shit was hilarious though. Like she was like, Yeah, this is a feel. Kelly's response is, yeah, and I know that's where you would like to keep us, huh? They just grabbed this chick and pulled her off this dude's shoulders. Like that was some funny shit. I love it. I love how real this show is. Uh so Kelly talking shit to the policeman and whatever, and so Beyonce starts performing. Boy, if Kelly didn't take her ass, she took off running, talk about fucking Beachella or Bus and they tased this motherfucker. Ah, that's the one part of this episode that I I do not like. It just did not sit well with me in my heart, in my spirit, in my soul. Um, she pissed on herself too. And then everyone gets sales service. Molly gets all these notifications where the project she thought she did so well now they need all these updates and it's just it like it, shit just spirals out of control but uh we get back to the house and Issa is like having a breakdown and i'm thinking and maybe it's just me and, and listeners if you let weigh in on this isa's concern is that everybody was upset with her because i guess because they all drunk and got high but i didn't feel like they should have been upset with her like Kelly was, because she got tased, and I think, well, Molly was really high, so it was unclear if she was. Tiffany, Tiffany was in her own head and talking to her husband and crying, and she was mad because Issa hung up the phone on him, but, like, that aside, let me know if, did there seem like there should be a reason for everybody to be upset with her? I didn't feel that way. I personally felt like. Y'all grown, we all did drugs, we all went to this party, we all went to Coachella, we were high as fuck, we did this as adults who do this shit together. Like, Tiffany didn't drink, and I bring that up because you all grown, if you really didn't want to do it, you didn't have to. So we did all these drugs, we're still together hanging out, and some unfortunate shit happened, mainly because of the shit that y'all did. So I was so confused, like, why would y'all be mad at Issa? But so, listen, if you understand this a little better let me know um but i didn't i didn't get it i didn't get it i didn't think they should have been upset so she's uh nathan drops her off he's like oh i'll come in by myself or whatever and um the a new day comes and everybody cool kind of sorta kelly forgot that she got tased she think it was a dream ultimately we end up with tiffany and Issa at a 7-eleven and Tiffany's telling her, like, point blank, shit changed. We're different. We're not the same. I don't, I'm trying my best to hang out with y'all, but, you know, with this baby, which is true. When people have kids, that changes things. It shouldn't stop you from being friends, but it changes shit. And, uh, East is like, nah, girl, no matter what, we'll still be friends. And that seemed half-assed to me. And Tiffany's just like, well... I really hope that's true. And I get where she's coming from because, like, I mean, I'm not a woman. I've never been pregnant. But I can imagine you have this whole life growing inside of you. And now your focus has shifted where that's the most important thing to you. You still want to hang out with your friends. And every time you turn around, they're talking shit about you because of you being pregnant. And you always talking about your baby. Yeah, you could probably lay off a little bit if that's something that's annoying them. But if they're not even meeting you halfway to include you... But then at the same time, this whole trip was the last hurrah before she had her baby. It's just, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack there. And I'm not a woman. I've never been pregnant. So I don't want to uh, kind of speak on that past what I've already spoken. Because I don't, I think it's a lot. It's a lot. And I would like to you know, hear a serious conversation about a woman in this situation or women who have been in this situation. Like how does that work out? Is this an extremely exaggerated version of what actually is or is this like on the nose I would like to know Um, so that being said Issa goes in and she gets a text from Nathan smiling about it and to her surprise and our surprise she runs into Chad and he does what he always does sipping on that goddamn straw. And he turns, he says, hey, you see this? And lo and behold, there is Lawrence. And either this show has done a really good job or I'm just, or absence really does make the heart go fonder. But once, and I knew Lawrence was going to pop up. I just knew it when I saw Chad. Uh, But seeing him come from behind like the aisle, I just, I was like, oh my God, that's Lawrence. And it's not like a, obsessed or sexual or romantic thing but it's just like it was like seeing an old friend like we followed him and her in these first two seasons and all the shit that they went through so for him to be gone I finally settled in and was comfortable with the idea that he may not show back up for a while if at all and then this motherfucker pops up in the midst of all this shit it's like okay Lawrence is back so I'm I'm excited, and and my favorite character of this episode is Lawrence, period. Hands down. My favorite scene, everything with Issa and Nathan, but I'm gonna have to go to the last scene, watching Lawrence pop up. That was my favorite. Like I'm here for it, and I'm very excited to see what these next couple episodes have for us now that Lawrence is back. I mean, is he back for the rest of the season, or is this we both at Coachella, so let's have breakfast, and that's it. Like, What is this? so um yeah excited guys this was dope as the fuck (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah y'all give me your favorite character your favorite scene what's up what's popping what's happening and shit use the hashtag OS insecure when you're listening to this episode of os insecure oh so insecure and also you know if you don't mind go ahead and um Tweet, live tweet. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Sundays, we're going to live tweet together, y'all. We watch uh, Insecure Live. Go ahead and use that OS Insecure hashtag as well. Hit me up on Twitter, CarefreeBlurred, every other social media site, at CarefreeBlackNerd, and CarefreeBlackNerd.com. Shit, rate, comment, review, subscribe, like, all that good shit, <laughs> and keep this conversation going. Until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay Lord's Hive! <laughs>